Can you hear me? Oh, my boy. Okay, oh. that was a little bit different how that worked. I've, uh... Yeah, I'm surprised it doesn't let me add you from the actual app. But, <clears throat> so, this episode, I kind of want to dedicate this one to working class people. Um, today was pretty stressful at my job. I know, Luke, you go through the same thing. Uh-huh. Let's kick this off real quick. Um, so today started out horrible. I had to go to a city called Modesto, Illinois. Now, I've been to Modesto one time prior to this. Um, didn't have the easiest time finding the actual location of the house that I had to go make the delivery to the first time, but I found it. So, um, excuse me. Hello. There you are. Okay. For some reason, it's not like in speaker no more. I don't know why. Maybe you're just farther away from the phone. No, I've got, I put in earbuds, so I'm just, you know, just kind of chilling oh, in front of my phone. Well, that's probably why it just sounds a little different. But, <clears throat> um, so I had to go to this little city. This city has a population of 300 people. Are you, did you actually like look that up? Like, is that a, a straight up fact? That's that what like... the sign says on the way into the city. That's kind of crazy. What I did look up was, what is this city's black population? Zero. I was the only black person in the city. So, first time I go there, it's, as you know, we're in the Midwest right now. It's winter. All the roads are icy. But this is different. Like, these are all icy dirt roads. And Yeah, because it's just, they're just like, they're back roads and it just, it's, just oh, straight no, roads this is worse than a back road. The road I had to take the first time was like a little hiking trail through a forest. Okay, continue. Like, you remember the episode of King of the Hill when uh, Hank becomes a truck driver? They yeah. go up the mountain? That's what I felt like. <laughs> okay. So what happened? on each side of, like, this little terrain. You're making it sound but like you damaged, like, the product inside or something. No. Got there, everything's perfect. Second time I go, the iPhone uh, maps thing takes me a completely different route. I get there, and because, like I said, this town only got 300 people. It's very rural, so there's no phone towers. Mm-hmm. So you were probably losing signal at that point. And, oh, my goodness. That's why, like, last time I even put on Snapchat, like, I was trying to FaceTime people. Is because my phone doesn't have enough uh, signal to actually FaceTime. I can call people, but I can't FaceTime. Well, that... so that's why that, like, that's why I thought no one was answering. But um, so based on that, you know, when you don't have much of a signal or GPS, you can't look up anything. So it calculated everything beforehand, and pretty much was going off that. So it makes me, the exact words from the Google Maps was, 
prepare to park your car. I get okay. to the destination that it said in Google Maps, and it was like, proceed the rest of the route on foot. Nobody, because I have a washer, and based on what Google Maps was showing me, the rest of the map was through like 10 acres of cornfield. Oh my god. And they really wanted you to walk through 10 acres of cornfield? Yeah. They really, um, so washer. I'm like, I'm trying my hardest. Like, And you I'm said you were there prior. Trying to figure out how I got to the spot the last time. Like I said, it's only 300 people, so it's not that big, but for some reason I could not find the area. And I'm just... Like, I'm getting frustrated. And, you know, when you get frustrated, you start blaming everything, like... You, no, you start blaming everything. You start getting, like, kind of hot-headed. Yeah. You start, like, itching, probably. At least no, I ain't started itching, but I was just fuming, boy. Like, I was really getting pissed off. Like, why are they sending me here the second time when they knew I had a problem the first time going? And my partner, on the other hand has been here quite a few times. He knows exactly where it is. But for some reason, they keep separating us. They send him out to go knock on people's doors who are late on payments and send me out here to a place I don't even know where I'm going. Why don't they have you knock on the doors? Because that's I don't get it. I don't okay. understand that. You know, like I, they always ask him and they never ask me. He's admitted that he hates doing it. I've admitted that I don't have a problem with like doing it. I actually kind of like it. No, that's so like I honestly thing. don't get why this keeps happening. Yeah, I mean, it could be you know, it could be very different because you look We're at both it like black too. So no, I'm not. Th- I'm not looking at it that way. But I'm, I'm just looking at it like hard so fast, boy. Businesses, you know, businesses always kind of they do things like that. Like whenever I worked at Jimmy John's, you know, I was. I was a million times better at a few things than other people, right? Mm-hmm. But they they put someone else on it just because they wanted them, you know, there and then me that like me on the other place, right? So it's just mm-hmm. like it's things like that that just kind of happen, and they always have some kind of dumb reason for it. Like for me, they put me where I was because someone like someone up front or like someone didn't like his voice or whatever like it, there's always this this kind of very dumb reason behind you know something like that yeah which if it was all for you know a better business i don't mind it but but in this case there's literally no there's yeah, there's, no, there's no purpose like i was told that we're always going to send two drivers to do stuff even though we can, like, I can move a washer in and out of a house by myself, but it's quicker if we got two people. That's one. Two, it's like a safety hazard. Like, having two people, I, like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, the population of black people in this area was zero. I don't know what's going to happen when I get there. The first time I went there, like, I finally did it, but I was completely afraid of asking anyone for, for directions, any directions. You know, like the fire marshal in whatever city just shot at the black kid for asking for directions. You know what I mean? Uh, like no. it's like yeah, it's no. too much at risk to be you sending also, only one driver. You also have to look at it this way, right? You are taking a washer. I'm not saying you can't carry the washer yourself, 
but mm-hmm. it's kind of like a awkward and big item for you to do that by yourself. Well, we get an appliance dolly, so it's not as hard as it is. Like appliance dolly is, it's a wider dolly, and you just strap it around and it tightens around it. So all you got to do is push it. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's not hard. Lifting it upstairs is probably the hardest thing. But like I'm a bigger right, anyway. guy, so strength is like kind of a feat to me. Continue on with the uh, what's the story? Okay, don't want to so, get off track. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as I'm driving around, I'm thinking, okay, can't figure out where I'm going. Uh, the store calls me. The assistant manager is like, "Hey, how close are you?" I was like, "I'm." Not that close. I'm not even gonna, you know, joke around with you. I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at. I'm sick of coming here. I'm really getting frustrated. She's like, "Well, did you call the, uh, you know, the lady that's getting it?" I'm like, "No, but I probably will in a second. I like I found one of the roads that I was on, like because <clears throat> I only came across like a few roads when I was there, and it was one of them called like Base or Bass, and that was just easy to remember. It's four letters. Mm-hmm. And I like bass in my music. And when I fish, I like to catch bass, if ever I fish. So I'm still looking around. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think we have a dolly on here. Oh, so my I God. pull over. Sure enough, we don't even have a dolly on the truck. So I call back, let them know, hey, uh, I haven't made it here yet. I'm still looking, but we don't have an appliance dolly on the truck. I get yelled at. Well, why would you leave without an appliance dolly? Well, we always have an appliance dolly on the truck. I didn't think it'd be taken off. Well, you should always check. You're right, but it never gets taken off, so I didn't think I'd need it to check. Well, you should check anyways. Okay, sorry. It won't happen again. All right, well, just come back here. So I come back after driving around for maybe an hour and a half because I had to drive around long enough or far enough to get service so I can get directions back to the store. Mm-hmm. Get back to the store. Um, like, there's tension just because, like, I've obviously made a mistake. But I take it on the chin, whatever. Turns out they weren't even there. So even if I did call them, it would have done no good because they weren't at home. So instead of calling me and letting me know, hey, they're not going to be there because they're in the store, you let me drive 30 minutes to a town I'd have the hardest trouble finding. Wait, so you're telling me that they were at the store where they bought the item? They, like, yeah. at your guys's? They came into the store. Heather was like, yeah, they came into the store... Uh, probably five minutes after he left, or ten minutes after he left. So why wouldn't you call me and let me know they're not going to be there? You know, anyone? Okay, there's several things wrong with that. All right, literally several people could have called you and let you know what was going on. That's Everyone like, there has my it, number. Yeah, it's someone could. It's poor communication at that point. And it, I mean, I'm not going to say it's like it's not your fault in a sense because like a little bit of it is. Yeah, but it is theirs as well. Like they they could have called, let you know. Literally, all of that would have been prevented. Okay, definitely. You, know, you can like all you that can gas would not have been burned. 
I wouldn't have been your, as frustrated. The two hours, the two at least the two hours that you spent, yeah, you know, going and trying to help, that would have been completely gone if they would have just called you within the 10, 20 minutes that they have walked in the door. Pretty much. Now, the dolly, of course, that's my fault. Like, I should have checked and made sure. I just didn't think. Like but I said, regardless, we always have a dolly on the truck, so I didn't think nothing of it. Regardless of the matter, that wouldn't have mattered either way because you would have gotten there. And even if you would have gotten there, you would have knocked on the door and you would have just been probably standing there until they got back or something. Pretty much. And why did, if when they called you, like, how close are you? What they What was the point in that? I don't know. <laughs> were they were they going to say uh just come back or were they going to say well no, they were I don't know what at. was the point of that honestly. Like I, I can legit no. Usually I'm... if they're like hey how close are you it's after that it's like well they called and said they've been waiting. Nothing was said after that. <laughs> that not I mean I feel you dude. Because I'm sitting here like, I mean, I haven't really had any trouble with work in the past few months. But whenever I did, it was just like, it was as, you know, you've been saying, just poor management, poor poor communication. Mm-hmm. Because especially when you have someone like, because I told you, you know, we had gotten a new GM. And he just didn't really know how to run anything. You know, he was putting people at weird hours and... He was just like marking things off they shouldn't have been, and he was just, you know, he was yeah, just inexperienced, happens. and it's just work frustrations in a whole. And I'm sure several people that if they do listen to this, they could one million percent understand where we're coming from because it, it's very frustrating, and you're just like, like I just want this to be done with. I don't want to be the one to be blamed by this. That I just want to be taken out of the situation. End of my troubles, dude. Like I was, oh my goodness. So. All that blows over, whatever. We go to lunch. As you know, we take an hour break for lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Come back. Uh, we do a delivery. And uh, we get our truck back because last week we picked up a delivery and everything on the dam in the house had bed bugs. And instead of letting us know, she just sat there and will just let us pick all of the stuff up. Like, we didn't wrap it. We didn't, like, I didn't have gloves on. Luckily, I didn't take any home, and even if so, like, I got, uh, I had one of the guys from the other store spray me down in, like, the Sterifab stuff, which is, it sterilizes bugs pretty much. But, um, so, we get our truck back, we go do it a delivery, and on our way back, um... I come across this school bus and they're letting kids off. So you know what happens usually when a school bus lets kids off. They let their sign out. Letting people know that the kids are going to be coming across the street. Mm -hmm. No stop sign was out. Literally all of the bus. Like I want to say it was probably 18 to 23 kids getting off this bus. The bus driver didn't let the stop sign out. And I, like, I would have kept going because I thought the kids were just going to get off right there at the bus. But all the apartments were on the other side of the street. So I was like, okay, that's not good. Um, and then I see that two of the kids are like my cousins. And my older cousin, their mom was like right behind us. 
So I backed up or whatever, and I told my partner to roll his window down. And I'm like, you need to report this bus driver because that, like, that is incredibly dangerous. Like, if someone wasn't paying attention, like, someone could have just thought that that bus was sitting there, you know, killing time or filling out a report or something and went around. Okay. So it's like, and she was like, yeah, I took pictures and all that. The bus driver, I guess, was like in the middle of yelling at all the kids and just okay, like, then no, telling even them to before, get off the bus and all that. Before the kids get off the bus, I mean, I know I'm homeschooled, all right, mm-hmm. but you know, there's things that you just kind of have to know, right? That you or that mm-hmm. you just learn along the way. In that sort of situation, before you let any of the kids off, you put the stop sign up because they need their own they need their own time to pass because they're I'm not going to say they're too young to know any better. But they kind of are too young to know any better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, even their, their parents aren't there to help them. If the bus driver is telling them to yell or is yelling at them to get off the bus, they're not only rushed. And if they're rushed, I don't think they, they were yell- out. getting yelled at to get off the bus. I think it was like maybe they were being too rowdy or something. Well, but... even, even then, they were getting yelled yeah. at. Mm-hmm. So some of them probably just ran. Some of them could have ran in front of the street, gotten hit. Like, there's, there's several things wrong with that situation as well. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's, it was it's just, not a good situation. It was ridiculous. So, after that, we get to the store. And, uh, you know, we don't have anything to do. Like, all, all week we clean up and do stuff. So, it's like, whatever. They picked up some stuff while I was in Modesto. And it was like some stuff on the floor that needed to be arranged. And then I'll clean up the stuff that you guys brought back. They're like, all right, I'm going to clean some mattresses, whatever. So we're cleaning and talking. Like, we're only like maybe 10 feet away from each other, probably less. And like, we are cleaning for probably hour and a half, maybe two hours. I want to say two hours. So our store manager comes back and uses the bathroom and i kid you not he sat in there for about 45 minutes to an hour now i have no say on if he actually was using the bathroom for an hour most people don't at that point was just i know that's what i'm saying like an hour but so you know like an hour the hour goes by or like maybe 45 minutes goes by and i'm like hey is is he still in the bathroom? Like, I whispered it. And my partner just nods his head. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure if anyone else did that, that would have been time theft, but okay. So we start talking about, um, can you still hear me, yep. by the way? No, you're fine. Okay, because the low power mode thing came up, and I, you know how this thing gets when Very stuff touchy. like that happens. Yeah. So, um, we start talking. My partner goes, who do you think makes more money, McDonald's or Walmart? I'm like, Walmart. He's That's... Like, I Personally, we did I'd the have research. to say Walmart McDonald's. Won. What? Walmart won. Very surprised with that. Yeah. In three months, Walmart makes $65 billion. Continue. Totaling out to $250 billion a year. McDonald's, I want to say, makes about $6 billion a year. Or sixty billion a year. That's, that's so yeah. Walmart. I, I told them like 
it's, I mean, Walmart sells a lot more than just food, so they don't have as much competition. Well, you know what I mean? Like, no, or McDonald's sells burgers, fries, stuff like that. So they have Burger that. King. Uh huh. But the the fact is, is I'm like I'm pretty sure there's more McDonald's out in the world and everywhere. Oh, definitely. I told them that. I was like, I get that McDonald's is everywhere throughout the world. It's just a bigger franchise. Walmart just has more to sell to sell, and they have like a. Like, they have a political grasp, whether we like it or not. You know, the more that I think about that, yeah, it is Walmart, because, like, there's people that'll go and spend 500 to 1000 to, you know, 5000 That's what I'm saying. You spend more in one trip at Walmart. In one TV. So it like, one up. TV would literally buy, like, four or five hours worth of work at uh, at a McDonald's. So, yeah, no, I I get that. I didn't really think yeah. about that. I was just thinking about how big or how many more franchises, how many more uh mcdonald's there stores were, there mm. were in the world i get you so anyways i'm right as usual <laughs> and uh manager finally comes out he didn't say anything to us he just went straight to the floor like he sees that we're both cleaning so 15 minutes goes past and he comes back and like i just happen to walk out or whatever and he's like i want both of you guys out here so I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking like uh, something like he's needing us to go pick something up or like something bad's happened and like at like another store and he needs us to go over there or whatever. No. We come out and he starts pointing to all this stuff that's wrong on the sales floor. There's a fridge that got pulled out that wasn't clean. There's a TV that was... Uh, up high that was like really streaked up and like it wasn't properly clean. There's lamps that weren't plugged in, like just you know, tedious stuff. And then he goes on to say, um, like you guys really need to start showing pride in the store, like you guys need to, you know, pretty much like treat the store like it's your own, which I get. And then he says, if one of you guys or if you guys see that someone you know, forgot to do something or left something out or something like that, be there to correct it, pretty much. What if you both don't see it? Ain't that the manager's... Fuck No, that. isn't it the manager's if... job to look over what you're doing? To... Well, he's store manager, so yes. But not only that, if you come to us and point out all this stuff, why don't you do it, the other manager... Or the chick that's in the back on her phone on Facebook all day. Why are you coming to get us and preaching if one of us forgets it or do like we need to correct each other? Like, why would you not have someone else plug in these lamps or wipe down this fridge? Like, why is it only us that you come to for all this stuff? Now, I get that I signed a paper stating whatever is asked by a manager or assistant manager needs to be done like that is that is in the job description i get that but everyone signed that paper so me as a driver and the account managers signed that paper we shouldn't be the only per people getting asked hey come out here straighten up the uh showroom as soon as we come like most nights we get out at six so if we do a delivery at like four we'll get back at like five forty. we're usually really quick but some nights we'll come back kind of late, so like five thirty, five forty. 
And as soon as we walk in, they will tell us to vacuum or do trash while they've been sitting there all day. It's like stuff like that just really you know, pisses me off. That's that's just kind of what managers do. Like some some are always kind of doing stuff. That's what I'm used to. Like I bring that up. I don't like bringing up Hy-Vee because it makes it seem like I'm bashing these guys. But I tell them all the time, like, I'm so used to having everyone work together. Like, all the managers were always on the floor, stocking something, helping someone. Like, some places, it was always something. No, some places just aren't like that. Because I, I mean, get that. I can, the part, part of it is because I'm not at a grocery store anymore. No, I can so I sit here 100%. and I can mention, you know, where I work as well. Like, that goes, same thing goes. Because I've mm-hmm. told you, you know, we open at 1030. Uh, you know, for you guys out there listening, I work at Pontero's. Pretty much just a glorified mm. Chipotle. Okay. And I, mm-hmm. um, so. I wouldn't have put in the name of the store just because there, I, don't know, I don't want this to get big. And then they're like, oh, well, you bashed our store, whatever, whatever. But, well. I feel like it, regardless of the matter, it can't really go anywhere. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, so like, no managers, you know, they'll do their initial job, but a lot of them will just, you know, sit around at whenever it's, whenever there's no customers, they'll just sit there and, you know, look at Facebook, like you were saying, just stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it's not really just there that I saw. It's just, it's a lot of workplaces that I've been to that have just managers are just sitting around i feel like people when they get the title of manager that they're just like okay you know i can tell i can tell all these lower you know lower grade people however you want to put that or lower Mm -hmm. lower management people to do everything for me instead of yeah it's uh like power crazy pretty much a lot of people are like that especially and that happens and then there's some people that don't forget where they started and they still help out. That, I mean, I can understand both ways. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's how, I'm not going to say like how dedicated you are, but it's just how, how much you want, you know, your, your craft to, to be better. Pretty much. So, anyways, um, to close off the story, we then go and do our last pickup. And like I said, he brought up all this stuff. And uh, we're like, well, um, okay, it'll get done. Like, I'm always formal with it. I let them know, okay, sorry about that. You know, whatever. I'll do it. Take care of it. Uh, my partner is, like, just getting upset. And I see that he does actually have a lot of responsibility. Like, everything falls on him. Like I said, they ask him to do everything. They ask both of us to do everything around the store, but they ask him to go and do credit and all that stuff. So, whatever. Like, he's, like, just not saying anything. I understand why. Doesn't bother me. So, the assistant manager is like, well, you can send... She suggested it. So, it wasn't in stone. But she goes... You can send one of them to go do the delivery and then just, or the pickup and keep one here. So, as I said, I'm, we're all, like, me and my partner are both upset with the fact that 
we get praised for doing everything so fast, and yet we keep getting separated. Like, so I stated like numerous times, hey, me and my partner are about to leave. Like I said it every time, every time I could to let them know me and my partner are going. Like one of us isn't staying unless someone actually says, hey, one of you stay. No one said anything. Like I said, it was suggested, but he didn't say, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So we go off, go do the pickup. We get back. Store manager comes to my partner and like, thought I told you guys only one of you was going. My partner's like, you didn't say that at all. Partner comes back to me and he's like, did, did our store manager say anything about one of us going? I was like, no, the assistant manager said it. She suggested it, but no, it wasn't actually like confirmed or anything. I was like, that's what I thought. Well, one, before we even went and did the pickup, we established that it was a fireplace and a Nintendo Switch that needed to be picked up. The fireplace is essentially just a TV stand with like a little space heater in it that looks like a fireplace. Yeah, it's just one and of it gives off real heat and all that. Yeah. So that thing we had to carry down three flights of steps. How she assumed that it would be a one person job, I have no idea. So during that pickup, we kept joking about that. Like, yeah, this is definitely a one person job. But it's like, why is it a problem? Because, like I said, it's a, I think personally, it's a safety precaution that we both go everywhere. And just in case you send one person, you send one person, and then I call back to the store, like, hey, I'm gonna need help getting this out. You're gonna waste, you gotta bring out both vehicles. Yeah, so it's like, I don't get why it's always a problem, but we're gonna wrap this up real quick. Best way that we know how top 10 uh steps that me and my partner Luke here thinks that a business manager or owner should take to appreciate and help out workloads go my first one is do not stress teamwork and not be about teamwork so if you say we're all a team we're all a family treat all of us equally then don't only ask two people to do everything throughout the store that's just like it kills morale for those two people, and it just looks horrible when other people come in and see that you're only asking these two guys to do stuff. Here you go. Uh, I have one. It's be reasonable. So mm-hmm. if you have, if you know, if you have several, several employees come up to you asking for like you know a certain amount of hours, like just like don't be biased to, to ones that you don't, to ones that you don't like, and the ones that you do like. Like just be reasonable, don't be biased. Like give, give everyone like a fair shot. As kind of like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I've I've felt okay. that I felt that on multiple fronts because it's like when like especially like for people that need like a family or that need money for their family, and they get you know shorted twenty hours, like they feel that they feel that yeah. hard. So just. I- yeah, I take get you. take everyone into consideration. Be be equal and be reasonable. Okay, so three would be 
don't be afraid to let your or no, don't not don't be afraid. Don't be offended by what your employees say to you if it's an idea or if it's just a comment on something. That isn't always a bad thing. There is constructive criticism. If you can give constructive criticism, you should also be able to take it. So if someone says, hey, at the other store, we all do work on the floor, and you take that as, wow, you're saying that we all don't do work on the floor. The job probably isn't for you then, because there's always constructive criticism from either higher-ups or the lower people. Just take it, do with it as you will, and move on throughout your day. Number four, you're to go. If okay, here's number four. If someone's on their day off, okay, and someone's on their day off, and someone else either no call, no shows is sick, you know, call them once or te- send them a text. Don't constantly ca- keep calling them. Don't don't you know? Don't get mad at them for not wanting to come into work, especially when yeah. it is their day off. Yeah. That that is. I hate being badgered on my day off. It's one of the worst things because, you know, it's especially if you have that schedule, you know, that schedule has been out for like a week or whatever and you've already made plans. You know, let's say I have this next this next Saturday off and I'm going to go and, you know, go to a different city, state, whatever. I physically mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to make it. And, you know, my manager or whatever would be calling me like 20 sometimes. Like, don't yeah. don't be that guy. All right. Definitely not. Okay, five, I would say, oh, boy. This is very hard. I can't believe you kind of said this because it's, you should have said top five because this is one of those things that's like. Yeah, I think we're going to (laughs) close. We usually, we throw back a top ten, but I think tonight is just going to be a top five just to wrap this up. So I'll finish it off with pay your workers based on what they do. Not how they look on a company scale. Now, obviously, I get your workers aren't going to get more than the managers. But at the same time, if your worker, I'll use myself as an example, I, my job title is driver. Naturally, that should be all I do, but it's not. I'm a driver. I lift all furniture. I either deliver it, pick it up. We have to service whatever is goes, you know, faulty at their house. We have to figure out how to get the world's biggest fridges in the smallest apartments. Then we have to come back and do every janitorial duty you can think of. And we have to service vehicles. Pay us on what we do. We do about... 20 jobs a day and you guys think that we can survive on you know only small small change pretty much I feel that just like and another thing is like if you're you know a manager or whatever like try and notice uh, try and notice how much your workers actually do Mm mm-hmm because, you know, I mean, I'm I'm always putting in 200% because, I don't know, I really enjoy my work and the people I work with. 
and I don't really want to find another job, but if I had to, because I'm not, you know, that's what I'm saying. If, if I need to, cause I'm not getting paid what I feel like I should be, then that's just how my life's, you know, it, what you said actually just took us to six. So I'm going to take us to seven real quick. Cause <laughs> I actually got one more. Um, pretty much going off what you said, notice what we're doing. Like, at my, I'm going to use myself as an example. Again, the last job I had, um, I I felt like I was a great worker. All the customers loved me. I was in a grocery store. I didn't get noticed at that last job and get a actual raise until they learned that I had been buying some people's groceries. There was homeless people that came in. I bought their groceries. And there was a mom who came in for, like, sodas for, like, a party. Um, I bought her sodas, and then there was another mom who came in for a party, and she was making, like, uh, some kind of, like, mushroom gravy or something with mushrooms that was gluten-free, and she wasn't going to be able to do it, and I bought those. That was the first time I ever bought a customer something. It finally got back to the store director, and he was like, well, I heard you've been buying people's stuff, so here, here's a $2 raise. Don't wait for stuff like that. Like, actually, come down, see how they do. Because I had been wanting to raise since forever. But at the same time, I was only getting 20 hours a week and then eventually got cut down to only five hours a week. So just be considerate of your workers. Realize what they're doing. And, you know, you got happy workers, you got happy customers, you got a happy business. And a consistent business at that. Yes. Um, I think that's really it for tonight. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is School Lunch. Peace.